Babu Freak. <laughs> Babu Freak? Babu Freak is the little guy that resets the memory and at the end pops up in the ship like every, oh, everyone survived. The, right, the, right, right. The planet right. exploding. Like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm yelling. But the, planet, no. the planet explodes and you're supposed to feel something, but they go, don't worry. And he goes, blah, blah. And he like pops up in the window and you're like, he, oh, You my mean God. the rolling Pixar lamp, right? <laughs> no. Oh, there's that too. Sorry, that stupid. Oh, oh, the guy who no, resets the little one. Yeah, memory. he's like, blah, 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 blah. right. <laughs> you know, he's very adorable. Yeah, but like, he couldn't even die. <laughs> like, I didn't need to see him die, but he's just like, don't worry about me. Like, like <laughs> fuck off. God, that movie. There were so many. Even I don't know. Like, it, that's one of those ones where I'm like, if someone complains about that movie, I'm like, yep, you are 100 percent right. And they're like, so you don't like the movie either? I'm like, nope, I loved it. I love that movie. Okay. okay. All right. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am Mikey Clorian, Aaron <laughs> It was so good you brought it back. Did I use that oh, one? Oh, 100% you used that one before. I am the Mikey Lorian, <laughs> Mikey Lorian. <laughs> You know what's funny about that? What's that? You know what's fucking hilarious about that? <laughs> oh, please tell me. Brace yourself. Uh-huh. Brace face, cartoon from the 2000s and 10s-ish. Brace yourself. Okay. Like Forrest Gump's legs. <laughs> Brace yourself. Um, is that my mom's name is Lori. Mm-hmm. My name is Mikey. Yeah. Mikey, Lori. Yeah. Oh my God. I, this is not a joke. <laughs> my mom's middle name is Anne. Whoa. Mikey, Lori, Ann. Mikey, Lori, Ann. Oh, you just needed an Amanda somewhere. Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Yeah. I should have just been named Amanda. <laughs> yeah, Thank you so. for that suggestion. I don't know. Why don't you marry an Amanda? Then you could be part of the family. Uh, okay, I'll just go find someone who's willing to marry me. Hey, if you're a person named Amanda and uh, you want to write into the Retrograde Podcast, Mikey will go out with you. I will absolutely go uh, out with you. I was going to say go in love with you, which is probably not <laughs> oh far boy. from the truth. Stop scaring them off, I'm Mikey. I'm fairly desperate. <laughs> I need uh, candidates for my marriage. I need candid- I need binders full of women to peruse through. <laughs> Solid <laughs> ref. Hanging chads. Let's do this thing. Other old political statements. Hanging chads. <laughs> Hanging chads sounds like like if you're surfing and you're wearing loose shorts and your balls come out of the bottom of the shorts. That's a hanging chat. That's a hanging chat. I like to think of it like when the purge goes for cool kids. <laughs> they hang we got to go for the series of hanging chads. That, by the way, uh, I guess incels need not apply to this podcast because <laughs> oh we're about to talk about you. Uh, you fucking losers. You suck. I hate but you. But <laughs> the dumbest... Okay. You ruined the joker for everyone. <laughs> also, also, Chad is the name that they chose? I don't know. Have you ever met a Chad in your life? I've never met a Chad. <laughs> no. And if I did, I'd probably be like, that guy's a fucking loser. So you know what? Incels, good shit. <laughs> you know what? I take it back. Good job. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Stay the uh, hell away from us. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. please. I don't even know where to go with this one. Um, we are talking about a Star Wars oh, game today. We can go we up can from, go here. from here. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I want to keep burying down see yeah. how much lower we can yeah, go. Yeah, we can, we can go to Endor, maybe. Ooh, Tatooine. Yeah. We are doing uh, a Star Wars game. Again, these uh, like to make appearances on our podcast, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. we like it or not. We no. just showed up, and Rogue Squadron was on my TV. <laughs> So I was we like, have a weird, very weird system where we just show up to the apartment, someone has decided for us, we try not to question that, yeah. we 
maybe it's the outsider. Oh my god. Oh, we should question Ooh. that. I made it okay, so you're fully caught up after episode five. Yeah, so episode five so is the latest basically one. if uh, if you're listening to this on uh Tuesday, as you should, because it's when it comes out. Yeah, please listen to it as ASAP. Please, you gotta listen to it, ASAP Rocky. It, it's, and I'm talking to you, ASAP Rocky. <laughs> you gotta listen to it. Just I, I imagine him solemnly nodding, listening to this. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Thanks for the shout out. So I, we're an episode behind, basically. Uh yeah. Uh, but like at the time of this uh, recording, yeah. but uh, you finished episode five. I did. I started episode five. Oh no. I made it about a quarter of the way through yeah. and realized I'm taking a long break on the show. <laughs> oh until really? It started to come together. It just took such a turn. It went from like seeming like it could be grounded in some sort of reality to right. just no grounding whatsoever. And the weird little things like the, the wife of, um, What's the actor's name? Lisa Bateman. No, no. Oh, the Australian guy? Uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn. Um, His wife, at one point, is at work, like, seeing some people walking into her office, and and she sees what she thinks is, like, the boogeyman. Yeah. Uh, And it turns out it's not the boogeyman. It's a sleeping man. But... She's never seen the boogie. Why well, is this person? No, that's not true. What? what it's, no, oh, you didn't watch the rest of the episode, dummy. Oh, <laughs> she. Yes. Do you want me to ruin it for you? Yeah, sure. She's been seeing the in in her dreams the same thing that the little girl has been seeing. Oh, and so she's and she she woke up and tells Ben to Mendelssohn going, "You got to go you gotta, away, you or this stop. is gonna someone's gonna die. You oh, and I wow. are gonna die." It's actually because I saw when the boogeyman approached her and she stepped in glass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's. I think that's the next night. Same night. I don't know. But either way, it's been a city way. That's not the first time she's seen. Oh. It. Okay. 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 Um, also, so you didn't. So you expected this grounded story from Stephen King to well, be. Sta- is was it Stand by Me? Like, I think. I think that's the problem. Is like, it, or or Shawshank, or Shawshank. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, it, I just, it's, I felt like it's, oh, that's the green mile. Never mind. <laughs> I, yeah. I think, I think I, I expected it to just have a little bit more, maybe not expected, mm-hmm. hoped because the first episode was pretty grounded. Like mm-hmm. yes. it, at the beginning of it, you know, it's going to be about uh, like a, a supernatural clown. And well, like, I like it, to think that's his most grounded. Because it, it's it, in the sewers. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, it's, it's underground. And and they all float down there. 100% they do. That movie, man, oh my God, <laughs> was so... I fucking hated it one. I haven't seen it two. But uh, it was, it's worse. I, I would assume so. Yeah. Because the first one was not laying... Talking about groundedness pipe. and groundwork. <laughs> laying pipe, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I remember once uh, I was reading a book in university and there was a scene... Mm, don't believe it. Where... <laughs> a scene. There was a... There was a... An, a portion of the book where this Your story's falling apart, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's falling apart at the same time. Anyway, there's this big red dog that comes onto the scene. <laughs> <laughs> and people love it. <laughs> no, but there's this guy who, who... He's working in the outbacks of Australia and he's... And he's like shoving... Uh, uh, the, like pipe into the ground. He's, oh, okay. he's laying pipe. And oh, I thought he was working at the chain restaurant in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Sizzling steaks. He's fixing the toilet onions in the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, and and uh, the the way it was described, it was like so blatantly that he was like raping the land. Like that was you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's a cylindrical, heavy, hefty object it's phallic it's literature that's what happens 100%. and i brought that up in class and the teacher was like i don't know about that and i'm like <laughs> wait a second like the the description of him like oiling it up with both hands and shoving it in and it yep. resisting and him sho- i'm like wait a second yep 
and, and she it's was, a man and mother nature. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was yeah, just, I yeah. And, and so I, I like that. Like, please read this book and come up with a report. We want to hear, you know, obviously your creative interpretations. Oh God, not that though. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get I, yeah, out. Yeah. 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 Like, what the fuck would I do? I didn't write it. <laughs> I had, I had a business interaction recently. Uh, I'm wearing a suit right now. <laughs> As I say that I had a business interaction. <laughs> business interaction is when you hire a hooker, right? <laughs> Business interaction. Um, <laughs> I want to create a bar named that. Business, Business interaction. <laughs> that is definitely going to be my catfishing website that I create one day. <laughs> Everyone looking for a business interaction? I am a stockbroker. <laughs> oh, that was the dumbest thing I've ever said. You had a meeting. I no, no, it was it wasn't a meeting. I was interacting with someone <laughs> in a business setting. Going back to the well. And the person, like, the we were dealing well. with with these these uh, uh, timelines that were going to be really tough to hit. Mm. And we were very upfront and blatant about what we could and could not do for as long as this whole thing was going on. And I'm on the, the phone with this person who's trying to see if there's any way to make it work. And he's like, look, there's, there's nothing's off the table. Let's just spitball. Let's talk about some ideas. You know, we'll all bring some more money to the table. We'll do this. We'll do that. And I'm like, well, we could do X and it would probably, you know, cost us uh, like everyone in (laughs) a little bit more and he's like absolutely not we definitely can't do that and I was like okay well there's the original proposal I had which obviously is going to be a little bit more he's like nope we're not in that bit we can't do that I'm like and I literally had to say I was like okay what is and is not off the table because I feel like I'm at a little bit of a standstill right now but you should have just been like Close the business. Has anyone thought about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. We're clearly at a standstill here. <laughs> this business interaction is over. <laughs> well, you didn't say anything. Honest to God, that does sound like a Veep uh, like thing where they would go like, everything on the table, I want to hear about it. Someone says something immediately. She goes, no. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, it, but okay, speaking of that. Oh, speaking of that, I want to talk about the other thing that uh, aired on HBO a couple weeks ago. I wanted to talk about this a couple weeks ago, but... Um, so it's on the third episode. It's called Avenue Five. It's with Hugh Laurie. Oh. Uh, and it was uh, created by Amanda Nanucci. Who- oh my God. My mom's name is Laurie. Hugh, Hugh Laurie? Hugh is Hugh Laurie. <laughs> yeah. Hugh Laurian. Yeah. The Amanda yeah. Hugh Laurian. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about a. Sh- so it's about. A, and it's created by Amanda Nanucci. And it's his first thing after The Dictator. And before that, he created. Um, he created uh, Veep. Like oh. he's he's like this kind of like a big deal creator showrunner and oh, head cool. writer. He actually left Veep like a couple seasons in because he's British and you don't make six seasons of right, show. You right, make right, two. Right. And um and so people are really excited about this. It's about a okay, so it's in the future where space travel is kind of like going on a cruise. So oh, you get on these man, big ships. I'm in already. Right, I like totally. this. Totally. Great cast. And, like, and every time you go on a space cruise, you get quarantined because of a coronavirus patient. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. another case of that, eh? On, on like a cruise ship that got... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Was it a YouTube guy? Yeah, a YouTube guy. got. <laughs> they had to fl- float all like, the way I back. Don't, I have coughs and I feel feverish. <laughs> <laughs> Winks the camera. Um, no, and so it's like, it's got a load of cast. Jessica Sinclair is in, like all these, oh. all, all these like cool people that like, you're like, oh, I like that. Is it that. A, a comedy? It is a comedy. Oh. I like this person. I like this person. So I'm like, this is going to be right down my alley. And I watched the pilot and it's possibly the worst 30 minutes of television I've ever seen. No. Like, I, I'm, I, it's HBO too. I am not joking. So about, it's not the worst 30 minutes oh, of television. No, because it's not television. It's the worst. It's the worst 30 minutes of HBO I've yeah. ever seen. I am, it's so bad. I'm surprised they aired it. Like wow. it's one of those ones where I was like, Oh, this didn't seem like it came together at all. I still watch it next two because I'm like, well, wait a second. It can't be that it bad. It can't be yeah. this bad. It's getting slowly better, but it's like it's like they have a wet fish in their hands and they just don't know how to grab it. They're like, sure, oh god. Sure. Like yeah. every time a scene kind of just gets away from them with like a bad edit or a bad cut, and you're like, 
there is a funny show in here and they can't figure it out. Oh, and it's, man. It's almost interesting to watch, not in like the morning show kind of way, which was just a tire fire and everyone likes fires. Yeah. It's more in the way that like, it's frustrating with potential. Right. But man, like there is a joke here and there every time that I'm like, oh, that's really funny. But I, I'm going to keep reporting back. At this point, I would say don't watch. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I feel like I have to watch. Like, to the just worst, watch the pilot. Yeah. It yeah. is, I can't believe they aired it. Like, it's so weird. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I was in until you said it was a comedy because I just love space. I love sci-fi. I yeah. really love sci-fi. Like a good a good sci-fi uh, movie, TV show, series, anything. Like that. It, it's just they're always so seldom done well. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that did you just get a hair in your mouth? What yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm drinking a beer and my beard hair got caught oh. in the Ow. thing. And it pulled from my face. Oh, my God. Oh, I can see it. I can see where you're missing one beard hair. No. Yeah. Ah, don't look at me. I'm hideous. <laughs> Um, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone ever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Avenue five, I'll get back to you on it. It's bizarre, but I kind of, kind of just got like, keep watching it. Oh man. Um, it does, yeah, whatever. Let's not I, talk I, about it. It I, makes no sense. I, I watched an HBO. I, I were very heavy on the, on the TV shows right now, but yeah. McMillions. Oh, McMillions. Okay. So, so pleasant. I'm so happy it exists. It's basically, it's a story that I didn't know existed. No. I don't think you did. No, I didn't. But they play it off as though everyone knew that this ended up happening. But the Monopoly game at McDonald's uh, started in whatever year it was, 1990-something, and, uh, and went till 98, maybe? Either way. Sounds right. Yeah. And um, through the entire first 10, 11 years or so that it was running... No one, no civilians actually won any of the prizes. None of the instant win prizes. There was this family, like a family tree with all these extended members that all won the prizes. And hmm. they cleaned up like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of prizes wow. over the years. And it's a, it's the FBI's investigation into all this while it was going on. But the best part is there's a a special agent with the FBI um, who who's uh, a character, not a character, like a, a real person who's interviewed quite a bit He's on the quite show. The character. He's quite the character, okay. though. I I predict, and I tweeted this for those of you who follow me on on Twitter, which you should. Um, but his name is Special Agent what are you, Doug Vanna Matthews. White? Oh, okay, <laughs> Special Agent Doug Matthews. I was, oh, good. I was, I was floundering. That's there a very a specific bit. name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Doug Matthews, right? <laughs> but he's there's something about him. He has this insane charisma. And he laughs all. The, he's the most opposite of a like uh, uh, FBI agent. an FBI agent. Yeah. It would be like, okay, the best way I can explain it is like um, um, Channing Tatum's character from Jump Street. From Jump Street wow. as an FBI agent. It's really? like I can't believe this guy, and he's clearly good at what he does. Which I also think his name is Doug in Jump Street, so just has oh, that. amazing. Yeah. But like the whole thing about the only reason they ended up going undercover in this investigation is because every meeting he just walk and be like, I want to go undercover. And like everyone's <laughs> like, that's the stupidest idea. And it ended up working every meeting. He'd be like, why don't we go undercover? Because yeah. like he just... And he talks about like these crazy meetings that have been set up and then him, he's just backing out. He's like, it was so boring. I wanted to do the exciting shit. Like he's going to be the internet's most beloved thing since Baby Yoda. I promise you. Or since Fire Festival sucked dick for water guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, he'll take off like that. See, I'm just gonna say, cause that's a real guy that's real life and he just told a story for well, 30 seconds on camera. So was Baby Yoda. Oh, Mikey, we gotta talk off Mike for a second. Well, you you know him? No, he just, it's not a real... It's not a real person. Like, Who? The, you know, it's a pop. The Mandalorian? No. Well, yeah, too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. He's, wait, you're telling me. Yeah. Sergio Pascale. Pedro Pascale. <laughs> oh, my God. Pedro Pascale. <laughs> what did you think? You were just going to take a shot in the dark? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> you were like, I'm going to nail this. I'm like, it can be one of four names. <laughs> Sergio. You mean Rafael Pasquale? No. <laughs> Pedro Pasquale. Pedro Pasquale, I think, yeah. Um, no, Baby Yoda's not a real thing. It's a puppet. Do you, do you ever hear the story how, how uh, what's his name, the German director that uh, that is the... Roman Polanski. Oh, no, the villain in... He's American. The, oh. Um, uh, life is meaningless. Yeah. And, um, uh, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in Mandalorian. Yes. And so when he they is. when they saw in the first episode when he saw Baby Yoda, he loved it, and he's like, "Oh, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life." And they're like, "Well, we think we're gonna make it CGI." And he was like, "Do not make it CGI." Oh, that's amazing. And he like put his foot down and like they and they like look at him to be the guy that actually made that decision. Good. Because John Favreau was like terrified of him. Yeah. Of so, course. Of course. Because oh he's God, very he's... well known and the way he talks about nature. Yeah. His, who is it? Is it Paul Tompkins who plays him yes. on Comedy yes. Bang Bang? So that's funny. always that's always very. Oh funny. God, it kills me. I'm, I'm always a big fan. Um. But yeah. Uh, oh God, what was the thing I was gonna talk about with that? But yeah, that's that sounds that sounds awesome. I can't wait to watch that. It's just so weird. Oh, do you, do you remember the thing with uh, Pepsi cans and there was like points and you could exchange them? It was like in the 90s, early 2000s. With the we cans? It was or the like, bottles? I think it was the tabs on the cans or something like that. Oh, and I if, do kind of remember that actually. if you collected enough, you'd get whatever. And one of the commercials was like, and if you get a million cans, we get you a Corvette. And it was like, and if you get a trillion points right, or whatever right, it is, right. an F-15 carrier, and it was like a joke. Right? I remember that, yeah. Some guy got that number of cans. That's insane. And exchanged it for, or tabs or points or whatever the hell it is. I think it was points actually now that I'm thinking about it. And exchanged it and it was like, where's my goddamn F-15? And they had to, in future commercials, throw in quotations. It's a joke. Just kidding. Oh my God. Because this guy showed up and went like, I want my fighter jet. I need to extract my vengeance on people or whatever, <laughs> you know? Like, like, why would you want one otherwise? Just for joy rides? No, I'm like, I am going to make sure... Is that, that's like a punch drunk love a little bit. Mm, yeah. Where actually, he's yeah. collecting all the, the pudding or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so McMillions, I'm definitely going to watch that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you should. And and then uh, we, we kind of got on the Star Wars thing with uh, with uh, the Mandalorian a little Mando. bit. But Mando! <laughs> Mando! Car- Car- Carl Weathers. Um, so Mando, did you catch the Super Bowl? <laughs> I, my, I love uh, how he announces basically to everyone in the room the conversations that he's having <laughs> with... <laughs> With with the Mandalorian. Mando, Just, come over here. Let's talk about killing more people. My favorite bounty hunter. <laughs> I'm carrying lots of money from your last Dude, mission. I have I have not been able to focus on anything since uh we brought up the director. Yeah. What is his goddamn name? Oh, do you want to do this on the podcast? Yes, because it's been you, it's I've I've had half of my mental capacity. <laughs> Just Rolodexing, cause it's and it's on the tip of my tongue. I know the pro. The problem is we gotta start talking about something else, and then you're just gonna yell it out. That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. Uh, okay, so I guess we'll do that. But like, I'll be half in, half. You out have to on no. You have to focus on not thinking about it. You. This is the part. Remember the part of just every podcast you ever heard, and they're like, yes. I can't think of it, and yes. you're yelling it out. Yeah, because I know his name. It, yeah. Like it's uh, it's that's pretty frustrating. Oh, I can see his face too. Yeah, yeah, I can. Oh, of course I can see his face. Everyone can see Do his face. I can, hear his, <laughs> I can hear it. I can I can see his name in my head. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing about it's it. It's not Han. It's yeah, but I think it is an H something. Yeah. Because oh, he was God. also in Jack Reacher. Yeah, he was in Jack Reacher. He was missing his fingers. Yes. he's like, I shoot off this finger to get out of the jail. Yes. And you're like, God, man, he's like a little actor. What's going on? He's, in he's, his a, late he's his a little actor, and, and I, his last documentary wasn't that great. Yeah. Which sucks because we haven't said his name, so people are probably like, who the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> well, he did Bear Man or whatever the hell that- Grizzly was. Man. Grizzly Man. Yeah, Bear, Bear Man. Bear Man was Al Gore. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so to, to shift topics then until it, it just screams yeah, into whatever. our head. We're so sorry. If you know what his name is, write into the retrograde. Oh, yeah, please do, because yeah. we won't have figured I guarantee you as soon as we stop recording, it's coming right into Yeah, because someone's going to scream it while the mics just have stopped recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about more about Star Wars a little bit here, I too. Do. I do. So I want to yell more about Rise of Skywalker. We did, we did uh, Shadows of the Empire not too long ago, yeah. and that was a kind of a welcome surprise. It wasn't a terrible game, but we kept talking about how the Battle of Hoth mm-hmm. was the best part of the game. That that yes. that uh, initial uh, was probably like a, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, like intro or tutorial or whatever it is. Right. It's barely right. part of the game because it also doesn't resemble the rest of the game. Right, exactly. And and everyone basically said as, as a response to that game, mm-hmm. they were like, why don't you just make a game like this? Rogue Squadron is actually the game they made because they were criticized oh. for not making the game based on the Battle of Hoth. Oh, Hall. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Which I find obviously very, very cool. Um, but that's that's not like a, that's not a rumor or anything. Like people who were involved in the creative process actually said that. Like they, mm. they were like, hey, you know, we kept getting that criticism. Why don't we just go with it? Yeah. It's so funny. This game is incredibly popular. Yeah. Um, it's incredibly popular because I'll give you a story that happened literally hours ago. Oh, okay. I went to a friend's house to pick up something I'd left there. And I was like, oh, we're doing Rogue Squadron. And he's like, oh, man, I loved Rogue Squadron. Oh, yeah. And this guy going into the apartment next to him is like, you guys talking about Rogue Squadron? No and way. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I expected his dog he was walking to go like, Rogue Squadron? <laughs> Rogue Squadron. Um, I mean, yes, I remember, especially during this time, like flight games like this mm-hmm. were super, super popular. And Rogue Squadron was one of those ones that like, I don't know how often you played it. I didn't really get into it as much as I should have given how much I loved Star Wars. It just was the type of game that kind of passed me by. I There was something about it I just couldn't... I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Like, I wasn't good at them, mm. and I found them incredibly frustrating. I was always a fan of... There was this franchise called X-Wing. Yeah. And, like, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. An old, like, Wing Commander-style game. What a strange name that is. X-Wing versus That's TIE like, Fighter? It's kind of like just... Call summar- it Star Wars. It's just, like, <laughs> summarizing what Star Wars is. <laughs> Jedi versus Dark Side. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Star Wars for a second, uh, there is a podcast that recently came out with uh, Lauren Lapkus and Nicole Byer who have never seen a single second of Star Wars. Oh, wow. And so what they're doing is having people on to talk about watching each one of them. And they're watching them and watching them with virgin eyes is hilarious, the comments they have, because they know who Yoda is. Right. They know who Darth Vader and is. And they've probably heard, Luke, I am your father. Yeah, 100% right. they have. And so it's funny with them doing this, but then they like they say stuff all the time that you're like, yeah, why do I think about that? They're like, so stormtroopers can get shot with a laser. Why do they wear armor? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, <laughs> what? Like, like all this kind of stuff, and I'm like, that's a very, very good, good point. question. Very and so the question. problem is, every guest that they have on, they've only done the second. They've only so they're doing it canon, um, chronologically, right? So not like sequ- sequentially, right? So right. they're doing New Hope first. They did New Hope, and they did um, they did um, uh, Return of the Game. No, no, Return of the Jedi was the second one. Uh, uh, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back, yeah. And so they have those two on, but the problem is they ask so many like four long questions. John Gabriel in the second one, they the guest kind of has to tell them what happens in the future because they're like, well, why do they do that? And you're like, well, okay, so you find out Luke and Leia are brother and sister. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, oh, they kissed in this, and you're like, yeah. I know, uh, yeah, but it's, it's bizarre to me that that those types of talking points have escaped them this long. I know. That's because that's like, it's just, it's it's one of those things where Star Wars is, it becomes like a memory that we all have. Like yeah. a shared experience almost. Yeah. So when someone hasn't seen it, it's almost like someone hasn't ever seen 
the color green or something like yeah. that. Yeah, or like... You, I was going to say the color purple, but then I'd be like, well, that is a movie. <laughs> it's a play, it's a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never saw the play? Well, you shouldn't. It's really good. Um, <laughs> no, like, or you grew up in Toronto and you didn't know... I'd have to explain hockey to you right, or something right, like that. Right, you're right, like, right, they're right. like, you've never even caught a second of it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so yeah. strange. Um, you know, I, I, it's so weird to hear outsiders' point of view. So many things we just take for granted all the time. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, ugh, whatever. There's, there's, and I, it gave me a new perspective on the whole thing. So, because just only because of our recent arguments about Rise of Skywalker, uh. heated discussions. Um, uh, fantastic debates. <laughs> and they, yeah. They'll put that in the Smithsonian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our debates. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 I thought they were going to put Rise of Skywalker in the Smithsonian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> our podcast was better than that movie. <laughs> Well, of course. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. Our, That's our, not saying anything. Though. No, our podcast is great. Yeah. Thank you for listening. D-pads. D-pads. Um, <laughs> tell all your friends, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, spread the word. Um, oh, we hope you enjoyed last week's with uh, SoFly Crew guys. That was a fun one. Yeah. I, I had a good time. It, we don't normally record with four people. No. But uh, but we did this I think time. And we will in the future more. Yeah. You know, uh, we're trying to have more guests on. If you have a guest that you'd like to see on the podcast, let us know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, we would love to have more people on that, uh, you know, can play diversity of games and some different ones that we probably wouldn't have experienced. Uh, we'll have people back on again. But we'd love to hear more about what you guys would like to hear us talk about. Speaking of which, we're doing this game as a recommendation by at Will or John on Twitter. There I should have know. said that at the, at the, at the jump, but mm -hmm. I did not. Um, it was, I love that we're getting recommendations as well. Cause yeah. sometimes it reminds me of games that like I have played or forgot that I'd played. Yeah. It's, it gets kind of difficult to find new games because there's only so many like most underrated games of all time lists that you can find. The problem is there were a lot of just like middle of the line, mediocre games that I played growing Absolutely. up that I just forgot about yeah. and need to be reminded that they ever existed in the first only place. Th only just keep in mind, do not take recommendations from Brian. Oh my god, celebrity Brian, death what match. the fuck? My Cele god. I, I just, you know what? Not my god, because I don't believe in god anymore no. after that recommendation. I, if there is a god, he wouldn't have recommended that no, to No, he us. wouldn't. He created wouldn't. a world where that would happen. In fact, if there if there is a god okay. and that happened, mm -hmm. I would like to play as his opponent in celebrity death match <laughs> yeah. and hit him with a giant fish. <laughs> versus god? Yeah. <laughs> I, wanna, I want to join him in a metal cage. Gallagher versus God. <laughs> yeah. He just breaks a watermelon all over God. Showed him. Carmen Electra. <laughs> Carmen Electra. Yeah, yeah. Carmen God, Electra versus God. That game sucked so bad. It was terrible. It was uh, it was just absolutely atrocious. Uh, so, so thank God we're listening to recommendations from other people. Other people, not Brian Bland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so so this was one that I think um I think you say Rogue Squadron, and I think enough time has passed that people don't think about it mm. as often as they as they used to, obviously. But when they're reminded of it, they remember how big it was at a given time. I don't know what, what happened to this franchise, but it did kind of just die off, and you don't really hear about it or games like it anymore. Yeah, well, okay, but why do you, why do you think it died off? Is it because of people's interest in Star Wars? Because what year did this come out at? Uh, 98, 1998, so December the 3rd. Isn't that the year that Phantom Menace came out? So, interesting story, actually. Okay. It came out six months before the Phantom Menace came mm. out. And they knew that Phantom Menace was going to be coming out about six months after the game came out. So, Lucas Games actually gave them uh, the the details on what the Naboo, Naboo Starfighter looked like. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're the like, one. code this into the game. Okay. Um, but it ended up coming out so early that they had to have it password protected. And, like, really hide it in the code because Lucas Films is very protective over their property. Properties and they I'd imagine so. like they, so protective that they almost didn't want to let 
Lucas Games use the sound effects from Star Wars for this. Like, that's how weirdly protective they okay. are. But in this case, they gave them the code, they put the Naboo Starfighter in the game, and it was so well hidden that, like, the game developers, most of them, most of the designers, didn't even know it was in the game. Oh, really? And then six months after it came out, they announced the code, and they're like, hey, by the way, this game you've been playing for so long actually has the Starfighter in it. Right. And uh, and people loved it. And they said it was one of the N64's most well-kept secrets and well-hidden codes. Interesting. Because people would use, like, the Game Shark and codes and all yeah. this. Uh, Game to, Genie. Yeah, to, like, try to descramble it and, yeah. and find the codes in there, and they didn't find anything, which is uh, pretty See, decent. I, that's what's so interesting to me. And then you hear stuff like um, James Gunn in, for Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was like, yeah, no one ever found, like, one of the, my favorite Easter eggs. Oh, really? And you're kind of like... And so, like, after... What has it been? Six years? Yeah. You're like, okay, it doesn't exist. I don't, I'm like, I totally just am starting to believe that, like, you know how many people have combed through every inch of uh, that yeah. movie? Yeah, like, absolutely. Just every millisecond, like, I just don't believe things anymore when I'm like, oh, okay. It's, or it's so, it's, it's so personal to you that I that can't That no even, one's like, going to get it in the first yeah. place, yeah. I mean, there are things like that in video games, too, where, yeah. where, like, they've been hidden for so, so long and people just figure it out. Like, there's this one thing that happens in Dark Souls 2 um, that people only know about because it was written about in a one of the strategy guides and it has to do with like you 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 reach this village and there's these like pigs like these wild boars that will attack you and one in every 1000 times that you enter that village there's a pig that won't attack you and if you get it to follow you all the way to like a tw- a place 20 minutes away from that area in the game at the end of where there's a boss and you lead it to this corner where there's mushrooms, like truffles, yeah. the pig will eat the truffles and there's a pickaxe in there. Oh. And that's the end of what the strategy guide said. And people know that there's something else that has to do with that. Otherwise, why would this be yeah. a thing? And, and then why you get would the pickaxe the and then the rock does something. Yeah, but but no one knows. And ah. people, people comb these games, like Dark Souls specifically, frame by frame, moment by moment, Location by location. Yeah, I wonder and who. no one's found everything. Yeah, yeah. Know, like, like yeah. me. Like me, baby. <laughs> so little things like that. Like, yeah. I, 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 belie- I would almost believe James Gunn when he says that. Ah, maybe. Okay, so Rogue Squadron. You're a bigger Star Wars uh, person than I am. You were going to say nerd. Nope, I wasn't. That's That'd be insulting <laughs> to all the other nerds out there. And uh, so Rogue Squadron is a thing in the movies. It is, yes. I, I know that. I've heard that term before. Yes. Who is on the Rogue Squadron? It's basically all the uh, the best X-Wing fighters okay. or pilots. So like Luke? So Luke is actually the character you control in this oh. game. Um, and I always think about that where I'm like, imagine you were flying alongside Luke Skywalker. It would be like going to high school with a young Jimothy Carey. And then all of a sudden you just like turn around one day and he's like the most famous comedian in the world. And you're like, that guy? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's just, oh no, I flew, I flew pilots with him. I remember we were getting briefed on the Death Star once yeah. and someone said something would be difficult and he just fucking hung him out to dry in the middle of everyone. I was in a meeting and I thought I like big time him. I'm like, he's just a fucking moisture farmer from Tatooine. Yeah. And I'm like, shut up, Hayseed. Get the fuck out of here. I was in the middle of a business interaction yeah. regarding the Death Star. And he killed fucking Darth Vader. Not only that, it was his father. Like, yeah. you can imagine retelling the story right. when you got back. You're like, I, and the guy's like, I don't fucking believe you. I'm like, I know. He goes, hand cut off. That thing's fake. If you want to go poke it a couple of times. Oh, by the way, Werner Herzog. Oh, Werner Herzog! Yeah. I, I'm so happy I can come back to this podcast now. I have not stopped thinking about it. When I was I, trying to tell that Dark Souls story, yeah. the whole time I was like, Hans. 
Yeah. Hans. I was like, it's got to be too. Hans. I kept something. doing Hans Zimmer in my head. I'm like, that's a yes. That's I said a, Hans Zimmer. A that's a composer. Times. I know his name. I, I, I was like, H. I'm like, well, what if it's a second name? Oh. Calling it Hans Zimmer is close to calling Pedro Pascale <laughs> Sergio Pascale. It's there. Those are <laughs> birds of the same tree. Sorry. Wow. What? <laughs> and you're back. Your mind's back to this podcast, and that is like the mental capability you're working with. I'm still trying to think of uh, of of his monologue in Jack Reacher. I'm just trying to remember it word by word. That's where my mental energy I'm is at right now. I'm confusing with Baines. <laughs> I was in a jail and I did something weird. Now I'm out. I'm loving the memes that come out where it's 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 Bane from like the back where where he's like about to fight Batman yeah. and he's got his arms outstretched yeah. and then there's that little guy in the pink like PJs okay. walking out from the back who's been photoshopped there and it's always like big imposing thing like like coronavirus threatens to spread to the US and then the pink thing is like is like Lauren with her her lavender incense or something like yeah. like I'll I'll take you on like whatever yeah, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle what? okay so it is a vagina I yeah. saw cuz I saw the documentary like the thumbnail Lab. for it yeah. for goop or whatever it is oh so that thumbnail is a vagina yes ah oh. but no she sold you didn't hear about this this no. was like a big story like a month ago she sold a candle that smells like her vagina. <laughs> yep. No, I know. I know. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. It's just, it's like, <laughs> by the way, sold out in 30 seconds. Of course it did. <laughs> yeah. Some, like, I know the guy who bought it and he hates chads. Well, I like, think, oh, 100%. But I think it's like, how is that not everyone's gag gift for the next six months? Like, yeah. I got you the candle that smells like a vagina. Do you want right. to light it? It's and, actually kind of a genius marketing idea, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm being I just, honest. But honest it. to God, if we sold a retrograde candle that smelled like our nut sacks, I don't think that we would have the same <laughs> appeal. You know what I mean? Hit us up, guys. Yeah, honestly, hey, we'll do it. By the way, yeah. I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> About? No one hit me up for my eyebrow trimmings. Oh, what? Nobody. What'd you do with them? Donated? I've got them still. <laughs> oh, good. There's my a whole closet full of them. <laughs> So I'm gonna have to rent a like, storage space. I'm gonna have to pretty soon. Yeah, or maybe, I'm gonna uh, be sleeping in them. Maybe Amanda will help you out if you're a person Ooh. named Amanda and you want some eyebrow trimmings. Go on a date with Mikey first. Hey Amanda, do you want to see a grown man fall head over heels for someone he hasn't met yet? <laughs> and they'd be very disappointed you didn't live up to what was in his head. Yeah, that's uh basically you just nailed <laughs> you just nailed my. Oh situation. my god, you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I I. I, I'm crying almost as hard as I used to cry when I played Rogue Squadron because I found that game very hard. Hey, segue. Hey, nice. Um, <laughs> Do you, is Greg Grunberg's character in this? Greg Grunberg. Remember, he, Greg Grunberg's in the newest. Uh, he's in Force Awakens and uh, and Rise of Skywalker. He, I would say, he's the heftier pilot that gets in the plane. He's J.J. Abrams' like uh, oh best friend. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forget. Okay. He's got like he's. It's like. I know Scoot McNary is a real actor, Scoot but it sounds like his character's name. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, Scoot McNary's here, and he's just like, what do I got to do? Like, <laughs> that's his like input it every would time. Be great to be great friends with a director who's willing to just put you in his movies. Well, that was like how Cliff Clavin or whatever his name, John Ratzenberger, was in every Pixar movie for the first like twelve. Who's John Ratzenberger? Uh, John Ratzenberger was in Cheers. He's the postal worker with oh, the mustache. Oh, right. He was right, like, right. he was the piggy bank, and yeah, he was, like, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got yeah, like yeah, a voice. Yeah. Like some people use them as like good luck charms. Uh, um. Michael Caine and um, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, and uh, and what's his name? Uh, it sounds like you say Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Someone get me now. You sound like a Colombian. No, seriously, do that again. If you, okay, listener. Oh, this. Does this not. is no. I'm listen to me. <laughs> okay. Listen to me. This is the new blue dress, gold dress. Okay, Andrew, say it. <laughs> Michael Caine. Okay. 
the, hearing it again, it sounds exactly like what I thought it was going to. This is we're on to something. So if I was like, you either sound like Michael Caine saying Michael Caine mm -hmm. or a Colombian drug lord <laughs> okay. saying, by the way, why does it have to be a drug lord? Maybe he's just a Colombian that well, likes he's drugs. Not, he's not. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> or it sounds like a Colombian who likes drugs <laughs> saying my cocaine. My cocaine. I, I hear both. I hear both. Oh, this you is, tell us. Yes, yeah, this is good. This is hashtag my cocaine. I, what you think it is. Yeah. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag my cocaine. Wait, which one did I just say? I don't know. My cocaine. Do you hear the Colombian <laughs> one? Honest to God, I hear both now. Yeah, right? Oh, it's not man. bad. This is this is this is truly troubling. Okay, so I I, I legitimately want to hear from you guys. Um, because I'm I think we're I think Or so you should write br hashtag British Michael Caine, hashtag Colombian my cocaine. I like this a lot. So Ugh, British Michael feels, Caine. This feels like we're <laughs> this feels like we're pigeonholing a whole country here with uh well, Columbia, it's not like it's not like it's untrue. No, it just that's what it sounds like. Cocaine. Well, yeah. How about that? So there you go. I want to hear more about it? Um, so do you think do you think X wing pilots do coke? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They'd have to, right? Those fly boys. Come oh. on, absolutely. <laughs> that's like Top Gun is fueled by cocaine. by cocaine. Has to be right. <laughs> what if Michael Caine was in Top Gun? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I think so. Like I, all those characters, like have. I have such clear distinctions of what they look like in their head. Like, you got a Red Squadron or like, yeah, you got oh, a Red Leader. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. They just hired like British day players because they were filming in London just to show up and go like sit in a box for two hours and say these three yeah, things. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, and they, I got one on me. There's a whole documentary about how those guys have became major celebrities to a small portion of people. Mm -hmm. And they'll show up to like- uh, The fests and the yeah, cons. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And everyone knows who they are yep. and they all get them to sign their toys and all that stuff. That's awesome. That would be such a good way to be famous. See, you know what? I think it would be good- and then it would be awful, and then it'd be good again. I think it would be like so in the seventies. You're like, this is great, yeah. And then you get around to like eighty seven, and you're and like, everyone forgets, about and everyone you. forgets who you are, and you're still showing up to them, and you have yeah. two people to sign things, and that's really sad. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. the nineties come around, and you're really old, and they're like, oh, we love you again. Yeah. Like, I think about those like you, there's pictures all the time of like wrestlers at conventions with no one around oh, them. Oh my god. And it just like, oh, that breaks my heart so bad. Well, I work in sports marketing, and we Ooh. do a lot of things like signings, and we've had athletes show up. And, you know, because their manager just wants to put them in front of people and all that stuff. And, like, nobody forms a line. So, and it always feels so, so oh, awkward. That sucks. That, that's heartbreaking. Like, sometimes, this is, no. this is true. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying this. But sometimes, like, we'll have 20 volunteers at, our, at, our, at the expo when we do it. And we will have them take photos and pucks and fill the line and just go through... A couple times, couple just times to feel, well, to, you yeah. know what? You got yeah, yeah. you got That's a very P.T. Barnum. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so if this game was the game that um, the other one was supposed to be. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, Shadows it, of the Empire. That this is focusing on the stuff that worked really, really well. Yeah. Was this an overall positive, like, was this, was this scene positively Yes, done? this, this, this translated game, well? This game was, was received very, very well. Uh, it was always going to be part of a three-part uh, exclusive deal with Nintendo to do Star Wars games. They what signed a Star deal Wars with, three. with threes. Man. Yeah, I right? I am. Yeah, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, how did it finish? Not strong? What was the third game in that? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It was it was Rogue Squadron, and then it was uh, uh, for the GameCube. Then the next one came out for the GameCube. Ewo Ewoks Revenge? Ewoks Revenge, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, what was the third one? No, yeah, there, there were... Oh, Rogue Leader and Rebel Strike. 
Those were mm. those are the two other ones. Okay. But I know that Rogue Leader on the GameCube was very very well, well mm. received as well. There you go. Um, but no, so it was it. This game itself uh, had a Metacritic score of eighty five out of hundred, sold over oh, a million yeah. units. Uh, IGN gave it an eight point eight. GamePro gave it a five out of five. All Game gave it a four out of five. And it was very well praised for its uh, like production quality, mm-hmm. graphics, sound, all that stuff. One of the reasons for that, uh, for for why it was so uh, graphically superior to yeah. most of the other games that came out, is because that it was uh, one of the first games that incorporated the expansion pack for the N64, oh, which we talked about, which doubled yeah. the, the memory, essentially, the yep. onboard memory for the N64. Now, here's... A very funny story. I don't know if this is a rumor or if this is true, but if it's true, it's amazing. And it's probably Allegedly. true because it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. So we oh. know it's probably true. Oh, they're Wikipedia is sued then. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Uh, actually, please don't sue them because we need them for our resources <laughs> yeah, to research yeah, yeah, yeah. all of our games. Yeah. <coughs> and give them a dollar. Okay, other thing. Write to us if you've ever given Wikipedia money. Okay, well, we're going to get zero mail this week. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to meet somebody that's actually given Wikipedia money. Yeah, I've never met anyone who's done that. It's he's probably got like the owner of Wikipedia or whatever has probably bought himself like a Taco Bell sandwich, <laughs> like not even a taco, just a sandwich from Taco Bell, <laughs> using like the two dollars that anyone has ever done. Can I get a roast beef? Uh, Sir, <laughs> it's a Taco Bell. I want a Reuben. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, the rumor is that when they were developing this game, the development team was using a system that had the N64 expansion pack in it. So when they were designing the code and testing it, it always had the expansion pack, but they didn't realize that. The expansion pack was not scheduled to come out. In fact, it was not going to come out for a regular release. Wow. And then they realized the game couldn't run properly on a regular N64. So they begged Nintendo to release it early. And Nintendo was like, no, this is going to be used for like hardware peripherals. Like we don't want this to be something that separates which games you can and can't play. And they basically begged them on their knees because they knew that if it didn't happen, they had to either rebuild the whole game. It's a visual thing. Yeah. 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 They were on their hands and knees. Um, (laughs) But why? Why? Crawling around there like an ATAT walker. Just um, I'll kill myself (laughs) if you don't. Come on. Stand up. You're making it embarrassing. And then Nintendo, because there was another game that came out that could have used the uh, graphical boost, and that was Turok. uh, uh, one of the Turok mm. games. Uh, and they're like, fine, the you know what? we'll favorite. do it. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And this was Seeds of Evil. I think this is the second Turok game. So Seeds of Evil. Yeah. It's what sounds my... like Son of Chucky. Um, Se- Seeds of Evil. It also sounds like what happens when I... <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting at. But I yeah. don't get it. The Son of Chucky was a Seeds of Evil? I don't get it. Because uh, to me, it sounds like when I... Um, oh man, there's no Amanda's gonna write us. <laughs> this is gonna suck. You know what? Okay, we're opening up the pool. Your name doesn't even have to be Amanda. Yeah. Uh, here's the barometer. Okay. Do you have a name? Do you got a name? If so, call me. Yeah. No symbols. All names. All names. Listen. No symbols, but if you do have numbers in your name, I'll accept those. <laughs> I want your name to be like a, a strong password. Yeah. So, but but not a green password that says no. like, this is perfect. I want yeah, it to yeah. be yellow, a moderate password. Yeah. Yeah. Just mainly no- letters. Add, add a two in there if you What's want. What's an average password to you? 
Your I, pet's first name, street you grew up on, maiden's see, this mo- is, this mother's is, maiden name. This is what I uh, I don't understand. What would you say your favorite password that you use? <laughs> I would say it's probably uh, Andrew Love Monkey uh, 3. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Love Monkey 3? Andrew Love Monkey 3. Wow. But it's a capital 3. Oh. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready to go along with that, and that blew my mind, the idea of a capital 3. Because more of it that, like, uh, yeah, wow, capital 3. What's his name again? Hans Zimmer? Not, not Werner Herzog. There you go. Oh my God, Mikey. <laughs> I think there was no hope you were coming up with that now. No, it's called A New Hope, which is the oh, which right. is the movie after which this game takes place and but, before Empire Strikes Back. Oh, is that actually? Yeah, that's actually those true. Yeah. Do you know A New Hope wasn't A New Hope? It was just Star Wars and then they like retconned it to call it New Hope? Yes, I did know uh, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that makes, I, I actually makes learned sense, that by the way. today. Oh, seriously, when I was researching this game. Oh, there you go. Yeah. How about that? And I didn't conscientiously know it. I just saw them kept, they kept referring to the fact that this game took place between Star Wars and, oh, and Empire Strikes Back. And I was like, Wikipedia must have made a mistake. Totally. But then you said that, mm-hmm. and retroactively I was like, I knew that. Empire Strikes Back is your favorite one, right? I love Empire Strikes Back. It's fantastic. I also mm-hmm. do love... <laughs> Didn't say yes. I think, it, yeah, no, no, oh, it, is, it, is, it is my okay. favorite. Yeah, yeah, I Like, uh, Return of the Jedi, I know a lot of people don't like it. I love Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. Um but it's but I get that it's just more fun. Like it's more It's more kitty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a new hope. When I went back recently and rewatched, I went I went to go watch the trilogy. You're shaking your head. Yeah. I fucking loved it. You loved I it? Loved it's it. so boring. No, Nothing see, happens. I worried it would be boring, yeah. but it was still so fantastical and like brimming with this excitement of what is going to come. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I which is Mikey. Um, but what's going to Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the seeds of Chucky. But I, is uh, the only thing, oh, another thing that I wanted to bring up, I'm going to constantly talk about this every time I talk with Star Wars because uh, Lauren Labkus and Nicole Byer bringing up questions I've never thought about. They're like, why is he old Ben, but he's also Obi-Wan Kenobi? <laughs> and they're like, well, it's that Jedis have Jedi names and that's his Jedi name. But they didn't want to, and his explanation was so sad that I was like, oh, this is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, it does. I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, because Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. And then they go, wait, what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my, this is really, this is just too much. Well, that's, see, I, I feel like I would almost hate that podcast. You'd hate it. No, it's you'd hate it. It's very easy to poke holes in, especially fantasy. Yes. Like, but space operas, all that it's stuff. It's taken so seriously by a lot, a large part of the population. Well, or, because it's fucking perfect. <laughs> and it's just assumed that everyone knows it. Right. So we don't see these holes in a lot of them. Like, I, I have my own issues with Star Wars, but that's not one I don't think I would have ever identified because then they're like, well, what's Luke Skywalker's Jedi name? And they're like, I don't think he has one. And you're, <laughs> then they're like, well, wait a second. I'm like, oh my God. This well, is, is it? <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I don't. God damn it! I, uh, uh, let's not get into it. But we can talk about Metaclorians a whole other episode. Yeah, okay? I, I love Metaclorians. <laughs> you do? Yeah, Mikey Chlorian Error. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, no, obviously they're the dumbest yourself. things in the world. Obviously, <laughs> let's explain this magic through science. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, do you think you're going to enjoy this game, Mikey? You know what? I I think I'm actually going to like it more than I liked it as a kid. Because because we'll we'll get into our reviews later. But like I said, I constantly tried to play these games, and I just found them too difficult. And I don't know why that was. But I don't know if I expected a slower pace or just more forgiveness or yeah. what, but playing through it, as a kid, I kept trying to like it. And I remember being so excited to get it on the GameCube because right. I was like, you know what? New controller, new system. Like, new I, I think, new me, yeah. brand new me. New year, new I remember me. I was in music class mm-hmm. with Mr. Hall was teaching a brilliant class. I had my trumpet in my hands. Okay. And it occurred to me that there was only a couple hours left in the day. I had a date with McDonald's and right next to McDonald's, 
was a uh, little video game store called Game Player's Choice, which Ooh. I absolutely loved. Nice. Good for you in uh, supporting an independent video game yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, used to, I used to hang out there all the time. I fucking loved it. And uh, and I remember I was going there to get um, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Wow. And, uh, That's a great memory. Yeah, and then until I played it, and I realized that I bought it and did not like it and was not going to play it beyond mm. the hour or two that I spent with it. We should almost come up with our, like, what's a game that everyone loved that you just never got? Like, oh, man, there are so many of those. One that jumps to my mind all the time is Siphon Filter. I thought you liked that game. No, I remember, like, playing it and going, I don't get this. And then having to, like, find things on the internet immediately oh, to help wow. me walk through yeah. it. And yet people, like, really look back on it as really well-regarded. Yeah, I, I loved Siphon Filter. It's a game Filter. we'll totally play that, we, I guess. We should play yeah. that game. Yeah, I feel like that will not hold up well. No. Um, but uh, it's it's at that era of PlayStation yeah. where I'm like, oh, yeah, those games are just... You don't touch those games anymore. Wow, absolutely. Well, uh, if this is if this is one of your games... Yeah. You know, should we almost... I, I think we should get we into should, it. We should just review these yeah. things. Yeah, do you, do you want to start and, and give your uh, your review? Because you you do have a history with I this do. game. I right? do. I played play this game. This. Do you want to explain to everyone how we do these things? I absolutely do. So for those of you who are new or may have just forgotten, Andrew and I each give these games two specific rankings. The first ranking out of four bits is our review based on what the game meant to us growing up. As though we're reviewing it back when it first came out, then we take a bit of a break to revisit the game and give it its second ranking, also out of four bits, which represents how the game holds up in the modern day. That said, every game will receive an ultimate score out of a possible 16 bits, with eight of those bits coming from Andrew, four mm -hmm. for the retro score, four for the current score, and eight for myself. Same breakdown. Hmm. Andrew, break it down. Nice. Okay, so this game, um, even though I was not like a huge like extended universe Star Wars fan where I was yeah. like books and you know action figures and whatever it is, yeah. this game was fun because flying games are naturally fun. Yeah. And, I, and you know, so much so that I'd almost be afraid to get into like an airplane uh, simulator because I think I'd actually like enjoy it. Oh. It would be kind of like calming. I'd be like, yeah. This is kind oh, you of mean like, like flight simulator? Yeah, flight yeah, simulator. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. And I'd be like, that'd be really fun. This is obviously the extreme end of that where right. I have lasers and I can shoot, <laughs> right. you know, aliens and stuff like that. But I think this is... They're all aliens in Star Wars. Yeah, because there's no humans. There's Because well, humans are born on Earth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like a Peter Quill, like, human in right, outer space. Right, 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 right. Wait, we got to find out what, like, a Han Solo and Luke Skywalker are. Like, what? what is their... Yeah. They're not human. Creed? I don't even know what the, you know... What their, it's not even race. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Species. I'd love to know their race because I. The first thing I want to do <laughs> when I meet someone is is understand that about them. Yeah, and not understand as in like fully be aware of their culture. Right. I just want to understand where I am on the totem pole next <laughs> yeah. to them. Do I have to hate you? <laughs> oh no. Good. Good. Um. So flying games. I just think are just easy to pick up and play. Yeah. And so that's why it kind of The goal has, is very clear. Yeah, it's very yeah. clear. You're like, okay, this is up and down. This is thing. Okay, okay, great. I got it. And and there is so much that is instinctual and I loved instinctual games yeah. where it's not like it's not like a huge strategy game, but it's more like dodging, ducking, yeah, going yeah, up yeah. and down and stuff yeah. like that. So I really did like the game, but it wasn't a game that I would have gone back and played because I don't think I was a huge Star Wars head and I think the kind of lore around it wasn't really... Uh, the thing driving sure, me. Sure, sure. Uh, so I'm going to give this a 2.5 out of 4. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I I hear what you're saying. It it seems like this is the exact kind of game that just makes sense, especially mm. for that era where yeah. it's, you're in like a limited, almost on-rails arena. Right. You move through. It's like Star Fox, more or less. Yeah. It's, like, it's like people going out to a nightclub. They're on rails. They're on rails, baby. Yeah. My, My cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> hey. 
every so often we are on the same page. We are um, yeah, on rails. Yeah, on rails. Um, but for me, like I like you said, it was like you're just like, well, because it's a flying game, and I love flying games. Mm-hmm. Like that's where the disconnect ends for me. For some reason, I just couldn't get into it. And I think it's probably because, honestly, um, when I was a kid, there were all these little Star Wars games that I used to play. Okay. Most of them were on PC. X-Wing versus TIE Fighter was one right. of them. I went to Toys R Us once with my grandparents, and uh, and they bought me... There was this box set of, like, six different Star Wars games. And they were all, like... They weren't, like, all AAA titles. No. I don't even remember the names of most of them. But they all had these different... Like, <laughs> like Star Wars X, X-Wing was in there, and there were yeah. these these other ones. Heads up, if they're in a six-pack, they're not going to be great. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. <laughs> all just packaged by Lucas Games, like, buy us, it's Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It's a trap. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I, I remember there was this one where you had to fly through this canyon. And all the games were, like... Pretty simplistic, but gave you the feeling of doing something very, very cool. Because this was back when, like, I bought Misted around the same yeah. time. So you didn't expect games to be that crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's what I expected out of a flying game. And it was a little bit slower paced, and it was more like a puzzle game, just knowing where to be and how to get to certain right. places. So when I played Rogue Squadron, it just seemed unfair. Too fast, too furious, <laughs> too hard. Um, and 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 I just couldn't really relate to it because the games that I played when I was a kid seemed perfect to me and I was chasing that dragon trying to get that feeling back, which was unattainable because I was a little kid playing video games. You're never going to get that feeling again. Right. So with that said, I, I banged my head against the wall with this game. Never got to be what I wanted it to be. I appreciated it for what it was, but it just didn't give me anything beyond... Uh, sort of a cursory respect of the first few levels. And because of that, I'm, I'm giving it two and a half. Okay. Which almost like may seem a little bit high, but like there's a reason why I kept getting games like right, this because right, there right. was something close to, to making me love it. Yep. Uh, but it just never quite hit. Okay. Well, there you go. Two, two and a halves for a five out of eight. Jacob, two, two and a halves <laughs> and the hooded fang. <laughs> By the way, the hooded fang, I think we've talked about this in the podcast before, was the clitoris, right? Yeah. hundred yeah. percent it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then what is Jacob two, two? Uh, Does he just have like a two by two dick? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a tuna can. <laughs> it's a tuna can. Yeah, exactly. Two by two. Um, you know what's an underrated plane in the Star Wars universe? What? The A-frame. That's, okay, I didn't bring it up. A whatever, A-frame? A-something. Is that like the big... Yeah, it's a, it's like the land speeder kind of like, I don't oh, know, I'd maybe. have to draw it. <laughs> I like the Y-bomber. The Y-bomber's Oh, cool. Y-bomber's yeah. good. Yeah, 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 that was a yeah, good one. Yeah. Hell, why is it always X-Wings and TIE Fighters? Yeah. Show us the diversity of planes. Yeah, just like the diversity of aliens you got going on the Star Wars universe. Yeah, we want to know: should we be racist towards those planes? That's who what we need. am I racist towards? <laughs> Tell me, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> who should I hate? Yeah, the dark side. Yeah, you got my attention. <laughs> Siths, Jedi's. Come on, I can't even anymore. All right, let's go play this game. Mike. All right, let's do it. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. <laughs> Falcor, Factor, Factor. It's Factor Five, I think. Yeah. Factor five. Is the name of the company that. Two. <laughs> Actually, the five that's scratched up look there like looks it. like the two from Resident Evil. Yeah. The poop. Oh my Whoa! god! It's a photo. It's an actual photo of Mark Hamill climbing up into that good old Tie Fighter. But he would have been like that's a photo of him around the time of having been in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, not a new photo. So they took a photo of him in Star Wars. It must have been a press photo. Yeah. I never noticed the boots on the outfits of those pilots. Yeah. Wow. What do you say when you see resolution on the street? 
two. Oh, no, sorry. You better say high resolution. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, cool. <laughs> Elite rogues. Elite rogues. Yeah. It's a weird... Yeah. In the options? It's got to be the only game with Elite Rogues in the options settings. I would imagine so. The Workhorse of the Rebel Fleet. The the Rebel Fleet. The the so they give you like a little description. <laughs> I would love it if it was just like, and oh, okay, moving on. Uh, B-Wing is Someone's it. explaining each of the, the crafts to us as we scroll through, and he's like halfway through, and we just, okay, next. It, it, oh, okay, you don't want to see that anymore. Okay. I would imagine, or it'd be great if the general just came by and slapped it. Like, you can put about 30,000 million miles on this thing. All right, here we go. So we're going to Moss Eisley. Three X-Wings. That seems fair. Just three of them. Just three of them for the planet. No big deal. <laughs> you take the left side of the planet. I'll take the right side of the planet. And I'll go straight down the center. Alright, so Luke's talking to Wedge. Wedge is kind of his right-hand man. Who voiced Luke Skywalker in this? It sounds like Mark Hamill. It went. Is it really? Yeah, they just blew up the oh, Death cool. Star. Oh, so this isn't as on rails as I remember. It's kind of open world? Yeah. So it's basically very similar to the... So the you got a little vision cone. I think it's telling you where to go. You know what I mean? There. No, I think that's where I'm looking, isn't it? No, you're not. Now you've entered the battle. Oh, I see. Yeah, so they got those, uh... Actually, this is basically the exact same as the Battle of Hoth. Yeah. Because in the Battle of Hoth, you start off by firing or firing at all these weird scout droids. Yeah, the things. little scout, like, you know, cylindrical ones with the legs. Oh! Oh! Jesus, the timing. Know. Mike, he was flying towards it and shooting the whole time and exploded just as he drove through it. I was... I didn't think it was going to happen, but I kept going because I was like, if this works out, it's going to be cool as shit. So... Just on retrospect, this seems like a terrible place to do a caravan. There are people everywhere. Everywhere. We should have cleared it out before the caravan started. Yeah. The shuttle? Wait a second. There's an airplane coming in to pick up the cargo. Why didn't they just come to the base? We just flew there. I don't know. I don't understand how planes work. No, neither. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, we got a bronze. Hey, hey, nice job, Lucky. Hey, Amanda, I got a fucking bronze medal, you whore. Oh, oh God my damn God, Mike. I just can't. It's sorry. It, just, it came out of me. There's no hope our accuracy was 30%. 26. I, oh, I killed one too few enemy. I, I, otherwise, I would have gotten the silver. Killed 24. needed 25. Oh, I see. Oh, we're 26. But still, 26. Yeah, I was definitely not 26% average. Oh, hey, all right. Here we oh, go. Oh, nice. you get to be the search for Nona. Nona, where'd she go? <laughs> I know her mind is not there, but... <laughs> yeah, the search is her for her marbles. Yeah, look at that A-wing. A-frame, baby. A-frame. <laughs> A-frame is you, my nickname. What do you think... Actually, yeah, that's a good one. What do you think R2 saying when he says... Because he always says that. Yeah. Do you think it's like, let's fucking go? I hope it is. I'm like, I bet you R2 is such a bro. Yeah, he is. He's like, you just in your area, like, I love this for you. You're doing great. <laughs> and welcome back to the retrograde. Rogue Squadron. Rogue <laughs> Squadron. Hey, I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. What do you call uh, the rabid fans of the Joe Rogan experience? To the Rogue Squadron? The Rogan Squadron. <laughs> yeah, baby. Ugh. Come at me. 
I will th- th- say something funny to you. Bro, bro, bro. Okay, so what we got to do? Joe Brogan. Joe Bro. Oh, hey. hey. There's another one. You're on fire. I literally am. <laughs> Get out while you're ahead. Oh, it hurts. I've been on fire this <gasps> oh, whole no. time. Oh, my God. Why didn't I notice that? Oh, because you never pay attention to me, Andrew. <laughs> and that's what we're here to talk about in the second half that's of the podcast. why our marriage is failing. <laughs> it's, well, we haven't talked about it in a while. No. But we did... Accidentally get yeah. married because we stared each other in the eyes. I noticed <laughs> that before you said that you we were looking each other and in I the eyes. Away? I could I could see it. You clue into your like <laughs> the fact you're like yeah right staring each other in the eyes. That's why we're married. And you looked away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, and now we're oh, afraid. Now, to now, now we're afraid. Now, now we're just like holding. How does this mean we're not married again? I think Did this is get- a sign of trouble. In our in our marriage, there is trouble in paradise. I but here's the thing though is I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Mm. T-Swift. Yeah. Did you watch that documentary on Netflix about her? No. The one that, it's like a commercial for her for two hours? No. Why would I yeah, watch that? I don't that? know. I don't That's know. That's like the Kevin Hart one as well. They paid like $100 million for that though. Yeah, right? because it's probably getting them a $100 million less viewers. Yeah. Here's my only thing about, so so Netflix is amazing because they don't know how they're going to make money yet. Right. Like, it's incredible and they're going to spend $17 billion on uh, content next year or something That's like that. Nuts. And so they don't know how they're going to make money. And so my big thing is always like, oh, they spent a hundred million dollars on a Taylor Swift documentary or blah, 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 whatever it is. Right. Who do you know that doesn't have Netflix? Like, do you know, right. It's not anybody? getting you more viewers. So, so who else is out there that they're trying to hit up? Like, right. Right. Like, have you, I don't know anyone in my life that Although doesn't have Netflix. It seems like, like there's a whole bunch of people that like don't even have broadband yet that we like way more oh, yes, of the population yes. than you'd think. So no, I'm that's a very privileged that, statement. I mean to say, but no, but what I, what I mean is like, I think that you probably hear from people who have Netflix because you hear from them on social media platforms. Because they have the internet. Right. Yeah. And you're not hearing from people who, and not just the internet, but like maybe just not social media or they're not up on it. Like there's probably, probably a decent amount that they still want to get coverage for, but who knows? I don't know. How much does getting a Taylor Swift documentary, like does it pay back a hundred million dollars worth of listeners? Probably not. Yeah. If it's $9 a month and whatever, like do do the math. But their problem is with Netflix is their numbers are so secretive. You can never know. Right. You'll never know. Right, right, right. Who watched what. That's like the same thing of like, um, you know, I'm Sandler, his production company is being paid $200 million to make four more movies. Oh my God. I know. But if they're re-signing them, people watch. A ton of people watched it. Yeah, because he releases a new movie like faster than a new season of Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. Like every single year he's got two new movies coming out. It's yeah. nuts. It's so stupid. Yeah, well, at least they're because it's because they put a lot of time and thought creatively and making them perfect. That's true. That's true. And and you really get that sense from the quality when you watch it. And there's something about the way Nick Swartzen delivers his lines <laughs> where I'm like, this is a mastercraft. And yeah. I don't know why we're not talking more it's about when him. When I see Nick Swartzen, Kevin James, and Rick Schneider, Rick Rob Schneider. Schneider, Rob Schneider, Pedro Pascal, <laughs> <laughs> on screen together having a conversation. I'm like, oh, this is art. Yeah, it's it's art. Werner Herzog would cry. <laughs> <laughs> He's always crying about something, though. Oh my God, Woody! It's Baby Yoda or a man being mauled by a bear. Did you know Nick Swardson once said that uh, he doesn't write anything down for his comedy? <laughs> He's like, he he was talking to Daniel Tosh. He's like, I've literally never written anything down. And I was thinking, like, yeah, we know. Like, you're of course you haven't. That's why you're not a great comedian. <laughs> I literally can't write. I'm literally illiterate. <laughs> I'm a literally a literally. Um, <laughs> I'm a little little little. So segue to Rogue Squadron. What did you think about uh, about that game hmm. that we just played? 
I am conflicted. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. Oh, okay, that's what you're mulling this with. over. So, did you say something? <laughs> yeah, you're satisfied with my one word. <laughs> I am conflicted. Good to hear from you. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm conflicted because there is so much to like. Yes, and there are parts to not like. Yes, thus criticism. So my my whole thing about it was it it was just fine. It worked. It wasn't hard. I definitely don't no. think it was hard. No. It was just kind of cumbersome, but. Benedict Cumbersome. Benedict Cumbersome. <laughs> but my, it was, it, while it wasn't hard and the controls made sense, it also wasn't fun. No, it like was it not was fun. It was so vanilla. Like yeah. it, nothing, it, I, I find it very funny that the reason I didn't like this game before was because it was too fast paced. <laughs> the my, fuck was I oh talking my about? God. This, it was so slow. And it was basically... You were just, a very boring child. Well, not much has changed. <laughs> um, I, 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 just the concept of like, I remember that pattern of like, fly out 50 meters, turn around, come back, shoot, 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 shoot. Anything that doesn't die, you fly another 50 meters, come back, shoot, 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 shoot. There's way too much on the ground in this game. Yeah. To make it, to, to keep it from being exciting. Yeah. I enjoyed the dog fights. Those yeah. were actually pretty fun, even though the controls weren't perfect. Yeah, the, the that sporadic was shooting and aiming yeah. made yeah, yeah, it yeah. tough. But the flying yeah. was good. It worked. It worked. But like that's, that's, a that's all it. you can kind of say, is that it worked. It wasn't exhilarating. In fact, I liked in the X-Wing when you could move to the other flying mode and go really fast. Right. And I think more of that like obstacle-driven flight, where mm-hmm. you're trying to fly and avoid overhangs or cliffs or fly through holes at very high speeds like that would have been a bit more entertaining right. than what we just had and maybe later in the game you get more of that but the few levels that we played yeah you could have you could have just had them continue from one to the other and i wouldn't have noticed like a difference in no. any of them except one was like an escort mission and another was a protect the downed ship mission and used one different plane right which controlled slightly control differently different. control different. but shot worse it's so like that's something i don't get is like the the a a wing that A-wing. we ended up using yep. Yep. which you thought was the a frame yes, incorrectly uh-huh. um was very agile but mm-hmm. shot so slow so slow and why would you have a plane that that's agile if it's firing that slow it feels like a scout plane right. or something like right. that so or just like... give it a couple like yeah so like it kind of those just... are the sound of lasers by the way oh was that what that was that was it that was major oh. laser that's the, just major that laser. was major recording laser. artist yeah oh wow artiste uh, talking about art yeah him and nick swartzen um <laughs> no I, I i i agree with you i liked there's so much around the dressings of this game i liked yeah i liked the introduction to the mission where you do like the little like briefing yep i like the the fly-in where it's like this is general blah 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 yeah, yeah you yeah. need to blah blah and you're like okay this feels cool like i'm kind of hyped to yep. do this and then it starts and you're like oh this again yeah like just one more of these it's funny because it kind of makes you realize why Shadows of the Empire was not a full game of this. Because it's like, it, did you just catch another? Fuck. I can see the hair. God, pulled out of my face. You got another hair stuck in the can. Oh, God. What's it, going on with your beard? My beard? It's not like it comes close to my face and it, the hair reaches out and hugs it. God. Why is your beard attacking my beer cans? Son of a bitch. That's going to take four years to grow back. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so it just, it, it, it's because these tactics and this gameplay gets a little bit boring pretty yeah. quick. 
granted, it got very great reviews when it came out. Hugh granted. Hugh Laurie granted. Um, oh, no. No. No, no yeah. It's we not were thinking before, before and after. after. Yeah. No, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't know. I don't know what to think about this one because I couldn't have played it much longer and really enjoyed it. So they, they should have made the planes way more different. Yeah, and, I, I agree. And 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 cycled them through more often. I think. As yeah, well. like I understand they're limited by technology that the planets can't be so so different. Right. They have to be like a landscape, like right, flat right, right, enough, right, right, kind of right. some ridges, whatever. And I also understand that they probably have ten different opponents. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, they just. It's you're right. It's just so same every yeah. level. You know? And every time I had to kill an enemy on the ground, I was just like, fucking really? Like, that? it just, it feels so counterintuitive to have these planes that are capable of moving around yeah. in this 3D environment, up, down, left, right, like every direction, yeah. in case you didn't know what 3D meant, um, at a time when the N64 was like still new to that world. Like, yeah. like the world of exploring 3D environments was still relatively new. Yeah. And instead, you're just nosediving down towards the ground a whole bunch. Right. It just didn't seem like a good use of the technology. No. And a huge part of the graphic capabilities. Huge is, Grant. <laughs> huge Grant's his porn name. Um, <laughs> is... Uh, is the draw distance isn't great? No, and so, they, that was actually a big critique that a lot of people had against the oh, game. So okay. even at the time, it wasn't great. Oh, see, that's good to know because every time you're swooping back into the ground, you kind of have to wait for it to render and then yes. go, Jeremy, render, and yeah, then yeah. you have to, uh, and then, you know, find it and then shoot it. And you're like, but you don't get the distance that you would have if yeah. it was an authentic experience. Yeah. So it felt like you were playing against the, again, the hardware limitations, like, like almost. Similar to a lot of games at this time, the 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 major challenges were graphical and control oriented, yeah. and because of that, it just didn't it doesn't hold up very well as a as a modern yeah. game, in my opinion, because the challenge isn't born of something. Uh, it's not born out of good gameplay. It's born out of bad mechanics. Right, right, right. And that's just something that I, I have no patience for anymore. Yeah, because this game with a mouse and keyboard would be way too easy. Like mm. this game one to one, if if you just fix the controls, would be way too easy and and a walk in the park, which means that all of the difficulty comes simply because the controls are faulty. So why don't we get into it? Why don't we give it our Let's review? Because I'm 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 kind of getting getting to it. Okay, so in our retrogrades, Mikey gave it a two and a half, and I gave it a two and a two half. and a half. Oh, oh my god, samezies, seans. It's so embarrassing when you show up wearing the same outfit as somebody else, and then you give the game the same review. Oh, when you show up in your birthday suit, though. You're asked to leave. You're asked to leave? <laughs> oh, no. Nice. <laughs> All right. So in my current score, man. DeLorean. This is tough. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, I've never heard that before. That, I, that's going to that's gonna be on a t-shirt, man. The retrograde. This is tough. Man, this is tough. This is tough. Um, my, my shirt's going to say, <laughs> your name is Jin. <laughs> Like I'm so lonely. <laughs> the retrograde. <laughs> yeah, me and Akon are gonna share a shirt. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you hear about him recently? No. He bought a country. What the fuck? It's, it's about time. It's probably not it's... best we get into this in this <laughs> okay, podcast. Good. Um. Okay. So this is tough because it is there is such a clear split between the good and the bad. Yeah. There is so few that falls in the middle. Leave the ugly out of it. Oh, dad. No, 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 no. I would rather not address the ugly at all. <laughs> 
The good is the graphics are actually quite nice. Yeah. Uh, it sets up, It I think it presents as a Star Wars game really well. The yep. music, the sounds, the whole presentation of like the prep and the flying out. You, in fact, you have wingmates and you know what their names are. They, yep. And they kind of talk to you a little and bit. And they help you. Yeah, they genuinely are okay at this game, thank yeah. God. And, um, but that's kind of where it ends. The bad is the controls and that's a huge part of this video game. That's what makes video games video games is you're able to, you know, maneuver this beautiful environment that they've rendered, which is great, but like you got to still going to be able to move within it. Also the diversity of the levels, that's going to be a huge issue. So yes. like I'd love to get up there when you can play the, the uh, Millennium Falcon, but like yeah. um, to, hopefully that is like a boat and it does way different. Right, but, right, right, um, right. But I just, it's just not, it's a game, it's unfortunately a game where I actually probably enjoyed playing it right now and I'm like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. But I'm not going to think about this game in two weeks. Yes. I think it's just going to immediately like kind of slip out of my brain. So while I had fun today and there's so much about this that actually kind of does well for the modern game, I don't think it's going to have lasting power. So I'm yeah. going to give it a, oh man, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to give it a two out of four. Okay. Oh, even with all that being said, because it's not, for what it is, it's not bad. Yeah. It's just like if it compared to modern games today where you get 60 hours of entertainment, yeah. there's not 60 hours of no. entertainment in that thing. So that's that's my sentiments exactly. Is I I played what I think I needed to play of it and I'm I'm done. I, I don't need to play it again. But like I said, it wasn't bad. Everything worked. I can't fault it because it was just I mean, it would have taken risks for the time. Yeah. But nowadays I've seen games come and go that have been like this and better. Crimson Skies was a great flying game that explored verticality a little bit better. Mm. And that was on the Xbox. So a little bit later, but not too, too much later. But this one was just so vanilla. Like yeah. I like yeah. the, in the short time that we played it, I feel like I got to know everything about it and yeah. I, I don't need to explore anything more. It'd be cool, like you said, to play as the Millennium Falcon, but I'm not going to put much more time into it in order to get that experience. Like, no, thank you. No. Um, so I'm, I'm right there as well. It's just so mediocre and vanilla. It's a two out of four for oh me. Oh my God, too. same scores. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. We showed up wearing the same clothes. <laughs> we gave the game Pretty the same serious. scores. Yeah. And we have the same name. Michael Clorian. Mikey Clorian. <laughs> so a two and a half for a five, twos for a four. That's a nine out of 16. Right in the vanilla zone. Oh, the vanilla zone. That's what I call my butthole. <laughs> uh, that's what Vanilla Ice calls his home. Oh, the vanilla, vanilla zone. zone. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't That's he? Ray Chills. Yeah. Um, hey. Nice. Because it's like vanilla ice cream. Yeah. And Ice Ice Baby. Yep. It's, and so he chills in there. <laughs> No, 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 keep going. I think you're almost there. So, because oh ice is like, I, I don't know how cold, but it, ice is pretty cold. Yeah, it's pretty so cold. You got it. It's got a chill. It's got a chill to get to ice or to stay ice. To stay ice if it is already ice. Mm. And in order to get to ice, it's actually ice doesn't turn into ice. It, water, water will do that. Okay. If you chill, if you if it chills, is in, this like a chemistry lesson or? Uh, yeah, I'm about to learn you something, so sit down. <laughs> Take you to school. Um, yeah, so, like, I don't know. We don't have a whole lot to say about this game, to be honest. Like, yeah. I, I think it's going to be one of those ones that's going to come and Super go. Super forgettable. Yeah, it really is. And it's like, you know, it started, and, like, the crawl, and yeah. even the presentation. I'm like, yes. Can, will you imagine, like, playing this game and going, like, I can't wait to get that Naboo plane. Right, like, right, 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 right. Like, can you imagine, like, who cares? Like, yeah. I guess at the time when there was just less to expect from games, that was a little bit cooler, but... I like I, so. I, I, I wouldn't mind trying the GameCube version and seeing whether that expanded because GameCube came at a time that was obviously you know a lot later than when yeah. this game would have come out, 
maybe the graphics and gameplay got fast enough and tight enough that that it it was worth playing. I don't yeah. know, but but this for the N sixty four, you can avoid it. Don't go yeah. back and play it. You're no, good. No skip. It gets a skip. To be honest, like at Willard John, take a skip. At Willard John, take it. Hey buddy, hey, do better, but. Better than Brian, so thank you very yeah, much. Definitely yeah, definitely better than Brian. Uh, if we're rating our our listeners, uh, <laughs> at Will or John, you're just a step above Brian. So if you had Lane. to rate it at a four, Will or John's like a 1.5. Yeah. Brian's like a minus four. Don't ever I listen to this podcast. at around. least a minus four. Yeah. Um, can we go to minus five? Can we afford that right now? Uh, uh, let me check with the... Yeah, I'm getting thumbs up. I'm getting thumbs From up. From the accountant? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. accountant is allowing we have, we us have a, to? We have three of them on staff all the time. And beside a lawyer, he's the key one. Because yes. he's he's the one that like, no kind of gestures. He's doing that a lot to me. Yeah. Is that what that means? No? Oh, no. That <laughs> throat slashing moment, yeah, yeah. Mo- motion? No, I think it's a threat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, thank you for the suggestion. We want to yeah. hear more suggestions. We, we, we do want to hear about it. Uh, we want you guys to blow Brian and Willard right out of the water with yeah. an amazing suggestion that we will love. Yeah, I, uh, again, appreciate all the listeners. I appreciate all the uh, the requests. I know there's a few pending right now. We will get to more of them uh, yeah. as we can. Sometimes it just so happens that we uh, we we get a request that comes at a time where we're just like, yeah, this, this works with what we're going to be doing, or we just don't have anything planned. Well, we just want to say thank you, Deep Ads. We love every single one of you. Except you, Brian. <laughs> Except for you, Brian. <laughs> Willard, you're okay. You're in. <laughs> Brian, get the fuck it's out of here. It's also John. I, Willard's last name. Oh, Comma Willard, I'm so, Willard, <laughs> comma. I'm so pumped that you did that, Brian. Get the fuck out of here. Get you better f- not be listening to what we're saying right now. Uh, sometimes he listens with his kids, so maybe we shouldn't Ooh. swear. Get the frig out of here, you freaking whore! <laughs> <laughs> Don't be such a stuffhead, you, you skank. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Ads. We love every single one of you except for a few of you. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. Game over. Feel free to review the podcast. Feel free to review the podcast on your platform of choice, and you may hear your review featured on a future episode. Subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Listen direct and find our show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Join us on Facebook or on Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. Or Twitter at RetrogradePod. And you can always send us an email at theretrogradepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this, make sure you let your player two know it. <laughs> if you enjoyed this, make sure to let your player two know to give us a listen. Let's play again next week. D-Pat. No, that sounds so dumb with a pause. What is wrong with me? Am I have a head injury? Let's play again next week, D-Pads. Fuck it. That sounded good. Whore!